0: If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's what I mean. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, so check this out. A little backstory. So I was a security guard for this local company in my area. I was assigned to a water park with another guard who was a regular there keeping watch. He was to train me and show me around and tell me what codes opened what doors. I first noticed how quick he was to enter and leave the property. He never wanted to spend more than 10 minutes inside the property before he would be eager to leave. Our first night was simple, there was nothing exciting or interesting going on, so our night just dragged. After a few hours, I asked him if he'd experienced anything unusual while working here. He told me he's had some problems with people trying to enter the property without permission, but that's about it. He also told me he hated working there because of his encounters with these people. He said they creeped him out because of how sneaky they were. He didn't really want to tell me much because he was afraid I would leave the post. That should have been a red flag for me, but I was too excited to let anything like that scare me. A few more hours later, and our shift is over, so we clock out, and we go home for the day. The next night, my boss calls me in to explain that the security guard, my partner from last night, had resigned. I was a little upset because now I was to work a two-man post all by myself with barely any knowledge about this place. Fast forward a few weeks, and I started to get the hang of the place, and I created my own routine with no issues at all. No break-ins, no vandalism, nothing. It's now 2 a.m., and I was outside at the front of the property, completing my rounds when I heard a door slam from inside. I jumped because of how loud it was. As I started to walk back into the property, I continued to hear doors opening and closing. I could feel myself getting nervous because it was my first situation I've ever had at this place. As I walk inside and started to check the doors and complete a round to make sure there was no one on the property. I get to this corridor where there was a set of stairs that lead down to a door that was wide open. I walked down the stairs to close and lock the door because I was scared to take a look inside. As I turned around to head back up the stairs, I noticed a man dressed in all black standing at the top of the stairs. I take a step back and realized I'm cornered. If he was to try anything, I would have nowhere to run or to hide. So I politely asked him if he needed any help. He didn't answer me. I then asked him how he got into the property. He still didn't reply. He slowly turned his head and snapped his fingers. Then from the left side of the staircase, another man slowly crawled to his side like a dog on all fours. I then turned around and kicked the door open and ran inside and I locked myself in a bathroom as I called my boss and told them what I witnessed. They sent an armed security guard to my position to complete a walkthrough to make sure I was safe. As I got the call that the area was clear, I came out and I told them everything from start to finish. I realized they didn't believe me, so I clocked out and I just went home for the night. The next morning, I received a call from my boss explaining that they checked the security footage from the night before, and what they told me horrified me. Every hour, when I would complete my rounds inside the property, those same two men would follow me through the facility as if they were stalking me, like as if it was a game to them. After that, I asked for a new position because I was too horrified to work at that water park. I now know why my trainer didn't want to work there anymore. This actually happened to me. And I have more creepy stories like this one from when I was working security, so please let me know if you want to hear more. This is a true story. It happened when I was in fifth grade. A friend and I grew up less than a block from our elementary school, and we would often walk up the road to the playground to play. Now, a small part of the field is brush and woods to separate the school grounds from the homes behind it. One day, while we were walking the school grounds, we came across what looked like a small, homeless camp. So, we decided to take a look. Unfortunately for us, there was someone there, Though, as we approached, the person didn't seem to move. We figured the guy was just conked out and asleep, but being so young and comprehending the stranger danger code, my friend and I avoided waking him, and we continued on. The next morning, that whole section of that part of the school was covered with police tape, and there were, I believe, two or three cop cars down at the end of the woods with a small crowd of people. It turns out that man wasn't sleeping. He was dead. I never found out what happened to him. I've just found this sub and I've had a great time reading everyone's posts. Some crazy and creepy shit happening to a lot of people. They reminded me of a few stories. I'm 35. I'm a male and this is a true story that happened to me when I was about 10. It still makes me feel uneasy. My parents were out of town, and my brother, who is five years older than me, was supposed to be home watching me. Yeah, that didn't happen. So he's out doing God knows what while I'm home alone watching TV in the basement. There are two windows in the living room basement, obviously above me, It probably didn't help that I was watching America's Most Wanted and freaking myself out. Suddenly, I hear the gate to the backyard, which is near me in the house, open. I think, that's odd. Why is my brother coming around the back? This is long before cell phones, by the way, so I can't text him to see what's going on. I see these massive feet these huge boots slowly walking in the first window closest to me. I immediately feel uneasy. I turn off the TV so I can hear and see better. My heart is pounding. I hear someone move along the side of the backyard, and now I see the same massive feet in the second window. They pause, and I am terrified. I wonder if my brother is pranking me, but... I'm too scared to be mad, and they seem way too big. The boots keep moving. I don't hear or say anything because I'm frozen with fear. I now hear someone coming down the basement steps towards the basement door next to me. I hear the rattle of the knob, but the door is locked. I hear a pound on the door. I'm so freaked out, but I lay there, silently. A few seconds go by, and it's quiet. Then I hear the footsteps go up the stairs. I know this guy is still in the backyard somewhere, but I don't know what to do. I hear the footsteps going up another set of steps towards the upstairs back door. Same thing again, rattle of the doorknob, some banging. Then the steps coming around the side of the house, closest to me. This part is the freakiest. The boots stop at the window closest to me and I see his knees bend to crouch down and look into the window. I was so scared that I threw my blanket over my whole body, hoping I'd just disappear. It was quiet for some time, and I didn't dare move. I'm certain that he was looking at me from above, and I felt that uncanny feeling of being watched. Moments later, I heard the gate shut, and he was gone. I have no idea what would have happened if one of those doors were unlocked. Also, I'm still pissed at my asshole brother for leaving me alone that night. I work night shifts at a warehouse typically between 3 p.m. until 3 a.m. I've been doing this for about three years now. It's good money, but... Please, don't ever get into it. It destroys you as a being. Anyways, about eight or nine months ago, I was driving home on the side roads and I was on a kind of popular street going about 20 miles an hour, but it was like 2.30 in the morning and I was passing a McDonald's and a homeless person was at the end of the drive through with his cardboard sign. And what drew my attention was this guy standing about a block down facing away from me like he was staring at something. And as I got closer to passing him by and seeing him at a side angle, I saw that he was staring at a guy about three feet in front of him who looked exactly like him. It was like I was looking at a mirror. They were both wearing a gray zip-up sweater, the same blue jeans, some running shoes, and a backpack. Everything was fucking identical, even their haircuts and their facial features They both just looked as shocked as I did. I glanced away, and I immediately started freaking out, and I got the feeling like I wasn't supposed to see that. I'm getting goosebumps now just thinking about it. I didn't look back because I was utterly shocked and terrified. Needless to say, my eyes were on the road, and I turned off my music for the whole rest of the trip home. I live in a city with a public transportation system. They've been extremely short-staffed and more often than not, you have to call to make sure your bus is even coming. On weekdays, during business hours, the public transit operator will order a lift for you to get to work if your bus isn't showing up or if they're short a driver. So, Tuesday. I'm at the bus stop after checking multiple times if my bus is coming only to find out that it wasn't. They ordered me a lift, and this nice older gentleman was my driver. We had casual conversation and then he started to ask more personal questions. I'm a bartender and I'm super friendly already so I didn't think his questions were ill-intentioned. I told him I'm not married and that I'm pretty much a loner I basically just go to work and go home and spend time with my family. He then says, I'd marry you in a heartbeat. Again, I'm just thinking he's being funny or nice. I asked him to drop me at the downtown grocery so I could pick up some things that I needed for work. When we stop, he said he was joking and that he's married and he has a son that's my age. He asked if I was interested in maybe meeting him. Since I have a terrible track record, I figured it wouldn't hurt meeting someone out of my circle and comfort zone, so I gave the man my number, and then we parted ways. Okay, so the next morning, he texts me, and he asks if I needed a ride to work. I told him he didn't have to do that, and that I was sure that my bus was running today. He said it would be his pleasure, and he'd pick me up at my house at 3 p.m., Then, about an hour later, he asked if I wanted to have lunch with him before work. I told him I was busy and that I couldn't do that. He said, all right, I'll see you at three. He shows up at three and lets me know he's outside. While I'm finishing getting my things together, I open the door and he's starting to walk up my stairs to my house. I told him that I was ready and we could head downtown. So when I get in the back seat, he turns around and says that he has a confession. He told me that the time that I took off my mask, his heart danced like a butterfly. He said that he hasn't been able to stop thinking about me since the day before and that he'd love to spend time with me and that he'd even pay for my time if I spent a day with him. That's when I started to feel super uncomfortable. The whole ride was making me cringe, but I know when you're in a situation like that with a predator, playing nicer is safer than freaking out he continued on the entire ride about how he loved me at first sight and wanted to make me his lebanese queen as we got closer to downtown i started to feel some relief he dropped me off at my hotel and he said i'll see you tomorrow that evening at work i checked my phone after a bust happy hour and he's texted me a couple of times he sent a picture of the hotel and said he'd wait for me to get off to give me a ride home I told him I already had a ride but thanks anyways Thursday morning I'm out running errands with my mom and my sister he texts me and asks how early he can pick me up because he can't stop thinking about me I asked him to please stop and that I was with family he continues to text me all day and evening begging to see me telling me his heart is aching to see his Lebanese queen. I just kept saying, please stop. Friday morning, the shit hit the fan. He tells me he loves me, no matter what. He told me that he told his wife about me and that he's in love with me and that he wants a divorce. I told him to please don't do that and that it wasn't right to treat his wife that way. He said it wasn't my fault. They were drifting apart anyways. Then he said I'm picking you up for dinner at 5.30 and I'm not taking no for an answer. I ignored the messages during the day and just went about my off day. Around 5.25 my video doorbell rings and he's standing on my porch for at least 15 minutes. I told him I wasn't home and that he should leave. He continues to text me and beg to come pick me up from my parents. I was home the whole time, but I was too scared to let him know that. I eventually called the non-emergency police station, but he had already left by the time I got through. I filed a general report, but technically, they can't do anything unless he's standing on my porch threatening me. I eventually called the non-emergency police station, but he had already left by the time I got through. I filed a general report, but technically... They can't do anything unless he's standing on my porch threatening me. They advised me to report through Lyft, so I did. I haven't heard anything since then, but that shit was just creepy as fuck. One day, I, a 25-year-old female, had to get a Lyft from work. The driver was a normal-looking dude in his 30s or so. We made normal conversation for the first few minutes about work and such, then he randomly said something like, Lyft and Uber can be pretty unsafe for young women. Uh, (laughs) instant alarm bells. And how he said it, he was trying to pass as a normal conversational tone, but I could still hear the creepiness behind it. He then started driving really fast, and I got even more freaked out, but I tried not to give him the satisfaction of showing it. He started going on a tirade about other female writers he's had and how they were stupid for forgetting stuff, or how they were chatty about dumb stuff like makeup, and that I seemed smart and friendly and different. He seemed to be trying to hide anger for women in general, I was just replying to him, trying to make it out okay. After 15 long minutes of him speeding, we're finally at my house. I get out of the car, and that's when I process what just happened, and my brain gives me permission to finally freak out. I feel shaken, and I report him. I doubt myself at first because he really was trying to pass this off as just some normal conversation. Lyft investigates it, and a month or so later, I get a random one-star rating on my rider profile. I'm guessing it was him wanting to get back at me. Creepy Lyft driver? Let's not meet again. And Lyft was wrong for letting you back on. About 10 years ago, I was enrolled in a post-baccalaureate program at a nearby university. One particular morning, I stopped by an ExxonMobil gas station on the way to school around 6 a.m. to study for an exam. The gas station is on a major road, but even so, at the same time, there wasn't a ton of traffic. I pull into the gas station and notice that I'm the only car there But no big deal. The station is well-lit, and I'm near a high-traffic area. As the gas is pumping, I'm facing the pump station and just watching my money drain away into the tank. As the price nears the side of a full tank, I turn around to get ready to pull out the pump. And there, on the other side of my car, is the gas attendant. The man looked to be in his late 50s, early 60s. He had on a full-gas attendant outfit, and he looked a bit unkempt. His hair was in patchy disarray, and I could see white chest hairs peeking out of his nearly half-unbuttoned outfit, stretched out over his potbelly. Immediately, the hairs on the back of my neck raise, and my palms begin to sweat. In that state of panic, my first experience, mind you, I waited to hear the click of a full tank instead of getting myself in the car. What was probably about two minutes felt like fifteen. And in those two minutes, here's what happened. He began to converse with me. I don't quite remember the introduction, but I remember him asking me where I was born. I was born in New York, but I knew what he meant. I'm Korean, I replied. Korean, huh? I was stationed in korea for a few years oh yeah that's cool as he's speaking he's slowly making his way around the back of my car inching towards me yeah i dated a bunch of korean girls and had a lot of sex with them he's now at the trunk of my car click the gas is full i quickly put the pump back and i say that's great i've got to go thankfully I had left my door open, and as I quickly got into my car, he had made it to my door and just missed his chance to keep my door open. I jetted out of there, and later, I pulled over, shaking. Now, here's the crazy part that has convinced me that something bad would have happened if he had gotten to me. After telling my mom about the experience that I had just a couple of days later, her face turns completely white. I asked her what was wrong, and after she confirmed the time and the date of the incident, she mentioned that she was laying down at that time after she had opened up her breakfast store before the breakfast rush. A religious woman, my mom was just praying, preparing herself for another day of serving customers in an impoverished neighborhood when everything around her went dark. A feeling of dread and fear consumed her, making her shake. Not knowing what was happening, she just started to pray for protection out of a gut feeling. The moment she experienced this was the moment when I was at the gas station. I periodically check for any news stories of this guy in my hometown and I've yet to see any. Or maybe he just hasn't been caught yet. Thank you for listening to these true, creepy encounters with me. Before I go, one of my friends has something that they want to tell you. Take it away, Danny. Dreadful. You can be whoever you want to be. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today.